All right, Bill. Um, we got some emails in our in our Gotham account, and I okay. uh, got some fan emails. Some uh, some, and they're asking for advice. So I thought we should be nice and uh, answer these questions and give them, you know, the combination of my, you know, your your Gundam knowledge and my, you know, whatever. <laughs> mm-hmm. we, maybe we answered the quality anxiety of these fans of ours. All right. So the first email coming from uh, B. Noah. They identified themselves. B. Noah. Say, hey, guys. Uh, I need some advice. I'm a, I'm a young ensign in the military, 19 years old, and I just took over command of the ship I'm on because mm-hmm. all the IRS got killed. And, you know, we were in this situation. We were, like, under a lot of uh, fire from the enemy forces, and there's this hotshot pilot, and uh, he just didn't want to do what he was told. He didn't want to get out there and fight. So I slapped him in the face. Mm-hmm. Uh, does that make me an asshole? Uh, No. Lives were at stakes. You know, things things needed to get done. And if slapping the guy in the face, uh, you know, made things get happen, you know, it's the military. It's either you die or you live, you know. I'd rather I'd rather live. I'm going to disagree with that, Phil, because, you know, not even his own father hit him. So what? Okay. Let's we'll just, we'll 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 you know, be Noah here, the right to hit him. Well, he learned something new that day. All right. So... Sorry there, Vito. We weren't really that helpful. Uh, you, you know, pick pick the one that makes you feel better. All right. So the next email is from a young teenager. He just wants to go by name of uh, HUA. I think it's Japanese. He was like, hey, Mobile Suit Podcast. I, I got, I'd like to talk to you about a problem I'm having. Is that, uh, you know, I was like kind of hurt and was lying on a beach. And then this girl found me uh, and tried to help me. But then I kind of shoot her off. And she can't really know what I'm up to. And I need to keep my presence secret. And I shoot her off and I hijack his address to get out of there. And then it turns out we go to the same school. And she invited me to her birthday party. And, you know, the stuff I'm involved with, it's kind of shady. And I don't want her to get hurt. Mm-hmm. So to kind of, like, push her away to make sure she doesn't, you know, because I think she has a crush on me. I told her, you know, now I ripped up her, her invite in her face. Mm-hmm. And then I told her, I'll kill her. Uh, did, I, did I go too far? Does that make me an asshole? Uh, I would argue and say no. It didn't. Because, you know, <laughs> you, you tried everything here to make sure the girl stayed safe. And, I mean, you had to make yourself perceived as the bad guy. But, you know, the, the greater good. Um, I think what's Mr. Mr. UA here. I think what's really important is that uh, how you feel about her, and if she's really the one for you, she'll see through your frosty, you know, cold jerk with a heart exterior, and get to know the the the, the softy you are. And it might take you, you know, blowing up a gun number two, mm-hmm. <laughs> and maybe you, you might need to try to kill her brother. <laughs> but uh, but eventually I think you know if it's meant to be it's meant to be. Right, because she might. I mean, if that's the case, she might leave you for the priest. So. <laughs> and then the last one here is from uh, someone named uh, C. Asdabal. C. Asdabal, uh saying, "Hey, you know, so there's this guy 
you know, we've known each other for a long time. And he's always, you know, I don't really, I don't, I'm not really his friend, but he thinks I'm his friend. Mm-hmm. And I kind of just strung him along all the way through, through, through school. And, you know, like, a, there was this big situation and, you know, I, I didn't tell him there were these enemy forces to ambush him. In fact, I told him it was actually okay. And I let him, uh, not only did I let him to get ambushed and die, I, like, talked to him. They, mm-hmm. you know, blame this on the misfortune of your death. Mm-hmm. Now, I know a lot of people say that makes me an asshole for saying that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the same thing is his family, you know, killed my family. Mm-hmm. And he didn't really have anything to do with it. But, you know, I got to avenge my family. And his family are all dicks. Um, so, I don't know. Does that make me an asshole, too? Uh, no, that, no, it makes you the Count of Monte Cristo. <laughs> you actually read the book. You, I think the point of that story was that he was an asshole. Revenge, his, his first bit of revenge made him into an asshole. I mean, yeah, but, like, you know, he had to sit down and plot his time. Like, you know, he he thought things meticulously, so. I can't I can't speak. I've never read the book, and I've only seen the Wishbone version on, <laughs> on, on the show. I've only seen the anime, so. I didn't know there was an anime. I didn't know there was an anime. Yeah, there's an anime. of. Uh, I think it's produced by Prod, uh, Production IG, too. Oh, it's a newer one. I thought it was like a 70s, 80s. No, it's it, no, it's like a, a early 2000s. Is it good? Uh, it's not memorable. Is it like actually accurate or is it like it's got Vex and magic and stuff? It, it has like magic. No, magic. Oh, yeah. oh my God. It sounds great. Because it's like in the future. Oh my gosh! So it's like sci- sci-fi technology, I should say, not magic, but so it's tech- it's kind of Monte Cristo in the future. Yes. It, yeah, this doesn't sound very good to be honest. Uh, anyways, the asthma ball. Um, you know, I was gonna say you're normally you wouldn't be the asshole for what he did to you. I think is you know he had it coming. His family, you know, you know you gotta pay for the sins for the father. I think saying. Blame on the misfortune of your birth. It's probably a little much. I uh, don't think so. That line is cool. <laughs> it gave it gave me shivers. All right. So thanks everyone for writing to us because uh, we have a special announcement for the Mobile Seed Podcast for all handful of listeners. Is that uh, unfortunately, you know, me and Phil, we are going to rededicate our efforts to our other podcast, the Omnibus. Uh, and we're going to put this one on hiatus for to be determined. Right. Um, yo, like they're beating us up in the algorithm, dog. Yeah, and it's like there's this was fun, but there's a lot of really bad episodes that are not as much fun to sit through. <laughs> uh, I am not. I am definitely not one of those like mystery science theater who can just laugh at something. I actually, it's more enjoyable for me to actually enjoy what I'm watching and have something to talk about. Yeah. So, you know, for all you loyal listeners, you know, we apologize. You can check us out on our other podcast, though, The Omnibus, which is going to be weekly uh, when this comes up. But we thought we owe it to you all, instead of just dropping it off like most podcasts do. Well, end thematically enough on our last episode, Dolan's Island. <laughs> <laughs> An episode that was so bad. Uh, so, we know. Me know. Struck it and asked for it to be removed from every English language version of Gundam. Yes. So this is the hidden episode never seen before here in in America, but they also remade it into a movie uh, called Those in the Island. 
Yep, big budget upgrade. Hopefully we'll get to it sometime soon in the States. What's going to be fun is that I have seen this episode, and Phil has not. Uh, <laughs> no, I haven't. It's going to be great. You'll get, our, you'll get his genuine reaction here and see, you know, the lost episode and see this is a hidden gem that we all should have seen. Mm-hmm. Should it, or should it, this this rightfully deserves to be on the show in, in a big hole or somewhere in the middle? Who knows? Oh, wait. So this is like the E.T. Atari game of the Gundam episode? Um, well, we'll see. I'll, I'll, we'll see. We'll, we'll hear your opinion about whether or not, you know, if it, was this, this is really worth being shelved or not. So who knows? Mm. Anyways, um, let's just get right to it then. For, for anyone that's still listening. We'll start in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Kakruiz Stones. Uh, I think that's how you say that name. So, uh, oh, his first name? Kakruizu? Yeah. Sure, I guess. I don't know if it's like, is that Brazilian, Portuguese, or is that just made up sci-fi name? <laughs> uh, I feel like a lot of these names are like made up sci-fi names. Like, yeah. you know... <laughs> like Anyways. you know, Cas Casval, uh, Casval, uh, crap, what's his name? Daikun, yeah. Oh yeah, Char's real name. Yes. Anyways, if you're, so we got this episode. I got it from. Uh, I was gonna say it's pirated, but that's okay because there's no legal way to watch this. Yeah, pirated, <laughs> and uh, there's no dub for for because there's no dub. No English stuff. It's just a bunch of subtitles. Mm. And we're seeing it here for Ray John. Ray John got them. Yeah, because I'm like, wait, this is weird. So, do you know anything about this episode, like even the premise or anything like that? Uh, All all I know is from like everything from the movies, from the one movie that just came out. So it's like the idea is that like Doan's a a deserter, and he's trying to protect this island. Uh, and then, and that like Alvaro just kind of gets caught up in this. Right. Yeah, it'll be it'll be you more or less summed up the plot. This is the very definition. This is the textbook example of filler, among other other flaws. We'll see how many you can catch Phil with your with your animator's eye. Okay, it's interesting because this is only like 15 minutes long. Is it? That's what he says on this on this file you gave me. I have I have twenty four I have twenty four minutes. Oh wait, maybe I should download it rather than watch it through Dropbox. All right, so we'll talk about yeah. So we're in the middle of our Earth arc. Um, I don't remember the last time what happened. Momro's mom got mad at him. I guess that's it. He trashed he trashed some like random Z on base. <laughs> All right, what uh, what number are you on? Uh, I'm only uh 158. That's my timestamp. Alright, 158. Uh, oh, oh you're already downloaded it. Yeah. Wow, you're in a special mine. Alright. Because I got uh a thousand megabytes per second. Alright. Whatever that is it, means. Is it finished? Yeah, it finished. It's just oh, playing. Alright. Oh, man, it's so bad. Uh, anyways, the dub is also it's also funny because the subtitle is different. Like than how, like they call it the Prince of, they call it the Bachizion, I think I've heard it, I've seen that translated. Wait, they call it the the what? Uh, I've seen it in a certain translation. It's called the Duchy of Zion instead of the Principality of Zion. 
Interesting. I've, I've never seen that before. But then again, I'm, uh, I think almost every UC Gundam I've ever watched has always been in English. Okay. Uh. Anyways, look at this. Uh, yeah, the gun parry. Is that what it's called? Yeah, the uh, the core fighter. Uh, does just me to ask everything look off model to you? Yeah, a little bit. But, I mean, it's kind of hard to tell. It's just sky and uh, the planes. Well, it's also funny because there's no official, because it's never been released in English, there are no official translation for the subtitles, so it's only... Whatever whatever these fans think, think it is. <laughs> yeah, it's probably not. 100% accurate. Mm. Yeah, there we go. We got our, we got our recycled core fighter. We got our recycled core fighter docking footage. Mm-hmm. Yep. Alright. Uh, okay. Sorry. I yawned on the podcast. I I am sleepy. Um. So, so is he... Because I feel like this like came in with no context. Is he just practicing to... Uh, combine with yeah, the I think I pieces? think it's just an exercise. That's honest. Oh. We should tell you right there. That's really filler. Oh my god! And look at that. Frau is in the seat, not chasing after kids, doing work. <laughs> That's crazy. So, all right. So, like, something does seem off, but I mean, it looks fine. Yeah, well, everything look, does look slightly off, yeah. I can't quite put my finger, but... Yeah, it's like some weird, uncanny valley. <laughs> yeah, oh, man. Yeah, that, okay, there we go. That gun doesn't, should not look like that. Yeah, no, it shouldn't. And there's but, a funny line, too. It'd be weird to see the gun look like that. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> just get it right, uh, reuse, eh? I think, what's it called? Someone had did, like, a model kit making the gun look exactly like that. Um, because they like took stills from the from the anime and made model kits based off of how the Gundam looked in the show. Yep. Uh, and it's like, man, that's that's like uh something that was very common, I think, in the animation, especially of this era. <laughs> that's pretty common for the quality to be not consistent. Oh yeah, of course. Like, but this know, really takes the cake. The uh, what's it called? The whole squash and squish. Um, you know, because the same ideas apply to humans, you know, you gotta apply it to giant war machines. It reminds me of that episode of Simpsons. I think it's, like, literally the first episode where it's, uh, that babysitter is, like, watching the kids. Oh, watching the kids, yeah. But this, the animation is so weird, because it's, like, so much more Looney Tunes yeah, than cause... the rest of the series ends up being. Yeah, because it's so exaggerated. Yeah, I remember reading about it, and the reason why is because, like, the... The first Korean animation studio didn't really. There was like they were either like really incompetent or they like didn't understand like what they wanted and there was bad communication. So they had to like apparently they were just like constantly going back and forth up until like the last minute on the trying to fix the animation. That's crazy. I I never would have guessed that. Oh, I guess this is no longer a Gundam podcast. This is now a Simpsons podcast. Well, there's not gonna be a lot to talk about. Uh, like you said, there's super filler. <laughs> also, yeah. I think at this point, I there's a bunch, there's like a bunch of episodes missing, but I don't want to edit. I'm just gonna confess it to you, fans. I'm not gonna edit them. We're just gonna skip over them. So, I'm sorry, too, too lazy. 
<laughs> all right, I'm gonna pull out the blicky. Imagine uh, they chose this episode of all the episodes of all the things the original goes. They chose this episode to make it to a movie. You know, because the world hasn't seen it, and it was like, you know what, we we need a do over. Yeah, and they need to redeem themselves. Exactly. But yeah, there we go. There's all these kids. Yeah, these kids, these kids with no shoes. <laughs> They're throwing all these flaming sticks at him. Yeah, how did these children harness the power of fire? Oh man, it's really funny. They're throwing these rocks at flaming sticks. It's like, hey, it's just like what's happening in Portland right now. Oh my god, you got kids running around throwing sticks and flaming. It's not kids. They're, they're messed. Oh man, look oh, at that Zaku. Look at that Zaku. That Zaku, <laughs> that Zaku was on Jenny Craig because it's so thin. It's so. It looks so weird. Yeah. I don't know how to describe exactly the way it looks. It's someone took a Zaku and then they they squished it with their hand, like or it's, it's a Zaku stuck between two uh, book covers. <laughs> bookends, two bookends. Because it's very human looking. If anything, I would say the proportions of that are similar to the uh, the Gundam. Yeah, it looks like a person. It looks like a giant person wearing an astronaut suit. Like they took yeah. the humanoid part too far. Yeah, that's exactly what it looks like. See, and then I mean, when you look at the um. The the movie version of Doan's um, Zaku, it's cool because it's like piecemeal, so you can clearly see like it's been fighting for a while, and the parts oh, that really? yeah the parts that are in it are parts from other Zakus that it's destroyed. <laughs> Doing the best uh, See, that's why his Zaku so fast because he had to slim him down. <laughs> The rock. Oh my god, he's gonna have a heat hawk. No heat hawk, no gun, just just rocks. Oh, it, gets even, it gets even better later. Why is the, the, the plane so close in the water? <laughs> the Amaro, you fool, you should have flown away. This reminds me of um, Resident Evil 5 with Chris Redfield punching, punching the rock. Punching the rock? Yeah. That was so silly. <laughs> Speaking of which, I need to go back and finish Resident Evil 7 and 8. Yes, I hear they're good. I should know because I watch. I would never play those games because I can't stand horror games. Oh, really? They freak me out too much. Oh. Uh, but I've, I went and watched the story on YouTube. Oh, okay. Like, the, what's it called? Resident Evil 7. Like, I play, I think I'm a little, a little less than halfway through it. Because um, I got stuck with some puzzle, but then I came back. <laughs> I came back. I played it. And I was like, okay, cool. And then I was starting to get far, and then I just stopped. Um, I need to get back into it because you know, being an adult and playing video games is probably one of the hardest things to do. So that's why I've been uh, yeah, playing a lot of Pokemon. Got this kid. <laughs> yeah, he's like Avaro. This is something that's in so much like military sci-fi. It's just like the hero gets injured and they have to rest up and get, you know, by a deserter or someone who's not really involved with the war. I've seen this in like Clone Wars. I've seen this in uh, uh, 
the beguiled. There's a movie, yeah, twelve verses of beguiled. The beguiled. Mm. Yo, I just realized my man's running around in these drawers. Like, put some pants on. Well, they took it off of him. Which I, I mean, guess it, it. <laughs> it's kind of awkward. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. That, there's Dolan. You know, he's got these kids. You know, he's got really. Is it just me? His hat's super big. <laughs> yeah, his hand's humongous. He was like he could like ball like he could palm that little girl who's in standing in front of him. Yeah, isn't that like a basic? I mean, you you literally teach this. Isn't that like was there like a rule about like the proportion of your hand drawing people's hands versus their versus their body? Usually, yeah, because um, in real life, your hand is about the size of your of your uh your face, um, but then you got like. Big old, big old hands, aka Yowie hands. So, <laughs> why, are they called, why are they Yowie hands? Uh, because if you look at um, like those like pretty boy type mangas, right? Or I guess things like that. Because I remember this in art school, they were describing like yo, those big ass hands you normally see in like those like boy love or uh, shoujo comics. So they call them Yowie hands. And, and their hands are like super big. It's super big. Because they're trying to make the the fingers long, so like they're long and dainty. I was gonna say like it makes me think of Code Geass and that like you know. Oh, how clothes. clamp. Yeah, and then yeah. Like, stuff like what's his name? Uh, Lelouch. Lelouch like you know has his hand over his face and whatnot. Yeah. Um, uh, it makes what I think of is this uh, clip of the Spider-Man animated series, the '90s one. Mm-hmm. It's I don't know if you ever saw it. It's like an episode where he meets up with these old superheroes from the '40s. Yeah, like the wizard and yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Liberty. And there's like some random clip because I think I guess one of them is like retired, became an art teacher. Yeah. And it's like kind of an in joke. I think I think he's talking to some kid, and he's like drawing. It's the thing. It's not, they don't say it's the thing, but it's the thing. Mm-hmm. And he's like, he's like, you can't do like that's wrong. You can't draw his hands bigger than his head. <laughs> and of course, it's like the class. I think I think I think might call him Jack. Mm-hmm. That's what it was. Well, it's like a joke about like Jack Kirby drawing. <laughs> Wow. So it's, it's, it's of course it's incorrect. Looks cool, so who cares? Exactly. Um, I think like a funny aspect of that too is the um, uh, what's it called? The okay. Um, is the the silliness of that whole like I mean, well, Spider-Man the '90s series was, was silly. <laughs> oh, there we go. He got, got slapped again. He got slapped again. Yeah, I'm all out here getting smacked up. But do you remember Spider-Man Unlimited? Yes. The stupid the show is really weird and bizarre, but the theme song is cool as hell. Yeah, the theme song was cool. Um, but then because it was like you know Counter Earth, so it's just like Earth, but you know animals. <laughs> it didn't make it made no sense for the Spider-Man, but whatever. It didn't because it was weird, and then I mean that's where I think that was the first animated show that used the high evolutionary, but he wasn't the high evolutionary from the comics. Oh, he wasn't. That's a, yeah, the first time I've ever heard or heard of the high evolutionary. Yeah. Well, I guess. Oh, I guess it's showing up in Ant Man. The high evolutionary is gonna be in Ant Man. Yeah. Yeah. The actor, the actor who plays him, showed up at Comic Con in full costume. Oh wow! Are those supposed to be Kang? 
Uh, I guess he's like a side character or something like that. Oh. They made a big deal because, like, because you know the actor is black and yeah. it's not because yeah, like, what does it matter? It's a high evolutionary. Who cares what color is the person who plays him? Yeah, of course, exactly. all the all the racist comic nerds be like, hey, he needs to be. I don't think he's even white. Isn't the higher he's like purple or something? Yeah, he's like purple. Well, he's like purple or like red or something. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like not even white. Anyways, there's a traumatic flashback scene of Doan. You know, so the story is that Doan, you know, killed this. <laughs> it's such a weird looking sucker. <laughs> he like killed their parents accidentally, I guess, and he took the children in out of guilt. It's, oh, uh, the guy from. The uh, Suicide Squad is in is the High Evolutionary. Oh, I didn't I didn't recognize that. I didn't know he was in other things. Who was yeah, in Suicide Squad? He was the he was the what's it called the black guy with the butterfly in the face. Remember the first one or the second one? Oh, I'm talking about oh sorry Peacemaker. Sorry, he was in Peacemaker. Oh, oh well, that's cool. Yeah. yeah, he's 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 yeah he's the leader. That's cool. I didn't know that. Uh, because I only see him in costume, so it's hard to, because, you know, he's, like, got the cap on his head, so it's hard to tell. <laughs> yeah, that guy's cool. That guy's a good actor. Yeah, he is. Uh, we managed to avoid spoiling. There's a big twist of his character, if anyone hasn't seen Peacemaker yet. I don't know why you haven't, because it's been out since January. Oh, January? I thought it was been a year now. It feels like a year, right, at this point? <laughs> at this point, yeah. Man, yo, internet time is crazy. Yep. Anyways, pray pray for Peacemaker season two, but HBO. Oh, HBO Discovery, Max. HBO Discovery's been doing, yeah. Oh God. Pray, pray. I'm really crossing my fingers for the Kite Man spinoff. <laughs> Hopefully, it makes it through. Like, it would it be animated like uh, Harley Quinn. Yeah, it's supposed to be animated. Oh, okay. Anyway, we, we, <laughs> we should probably be talking about the, the episode. Oh yes, the little kids with the with no shoes on are still throwing. Oh yeah, this is the classic. This is the classic thing. I think it's the thing that really pissed me off. It's a zombie. It's not you clinging out to the Zion fighter like that. Yeah. And it's like, because uh, they do the same thing in the tr- in the in the movie. It's the Porsches are acting. Mm. Uh, I mean, yeah, because I mean, Zaku's can't can't fly on yeah. in gravity. He's, like, almost the same size as the fighter, which is ridiculous. <laughs> Man, yeah. They really they really cheaped out the animation, too, in this episode. Oh, yeah, they did. I, I, can, I can understand and see why Tamino was like, nah, 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 none of this. Especially when, you know, Mobile Suit Gundam made its way here to the States in 2001. Yeah, they were like, nope, not negative. I mean, they have, would you rather watch this or a summary episode? Uh, <laughs> he tackles him. He tackles him. Wow. <laughs> I'd I'd watch this. Uh, probably yeah. Over a summary episode. Yeah, summary episodes are always the worst. Yeah. Unless it was like a Simpsons episode where it's like you know a musical at the same time. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's like you have a sense of humor about it, but you can only get away with that so many times. Right. Yeah, don't tell it's just so funny. I don't know. You can probably check it later on. I don't know if they even retconned it as saying he has a different type of model. It's because of how off off model it is. They just have to say it's a different type of soccer. Uh, I remember looking it up. 
Because, like, that was the way they, they uh, fixed it in the movie was that, like, oh, his uh, Zaku is, um, his Zaku is, like, piecemeal. So that's why it looks different in the movie compared to other Zakus here. I, I forgot what it was. And look, he launched with the, wait, didn't he just have a bazooka? <laughs> that Gundam's face is so, so weird looking. Mm. It's so... Oh man, yeah, these these everything is just so weird looking. <laughs> these are like yeah, the off-brand like knockoff model kits you get at like China, like Chinatown, <laughs> you know, because they can't they wanted a copy of. Or uh, I don't know in New York. Where, in New York, where you want to get like weird bootleg stuff? Where did you go? Uh, it's it's funny you say this. You would either go to Chinatown. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, what's it called? Because, uh, or you know, usually there would be a Chinese guy who who would be walking through the subway carts, who who would be like, you light up yo-yo, a uh, light up slapper, and DVDs and batteries. Um, and then or like at a subway, because the same Asian guy who was walking through the train. On the like, subway, not not on the Staten Island ferry. I don't think I've ever seen anybody sell like bootlegs on the Staten Island ferry. Only, no. only on the train. Because in the the, the the last season of Wu Tang, that's that's what they, they have a whole. That's it, it's a whole thing. They're like a critical character. Mm. Yeah, so <laughs> he throws a rock. <laughs> I mean, maybe I I I personally just don't remember. I mean, granted, that was also in the early '90s versus, I guess, for you the late '90s, early 2000s. Yeah. Cause uh, what's it called? I mean, cause I remember, I remember going to my cousin's house uh, with my aunt and <laughs> Chinese guy walking through the train cart, you know, with the light up yo-yo, batteries, DVDs, things like that. So he just punched the Zaku to death, and he lost his shield, but then he got the shield back on his arm. It's, this makes no sense. <laughs> oh, and now he lost it again. Yeah, and, man. Continuity is crazy. You know, this is, uh, as much as we like to laugh, you know, G Gundam was basically that. <laughs> <laughs> it's and funny, then, I've, it's been a while. Like, I would have to go to YouTube and watch uh, G Gundam. Yeah, if this ever, if this ever, if we ever pick up this podcast ever again, I think we'll just get right to G Gundam. Right. Or, you know, or uh, Bill Fighters. <laughs> or, oh, man, I love Bill Fighters. Yeah, you know, maybe when we ever come back when we have money to make to do people hire someone to do the boring parts for us. Yeah, unless you know somebody wants to give us sponsorship. Yo, the 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 mobile suit look like the Gundam looks like uh, <laughs> the Pillsbury Doughboy. Oh, this is such a toss. That's soccer. He should have did a wrestling move. And then the kids are yelling at him. How can you do something so terrible? Right. He's just that's just. <laughs> and even though, even though he threw it in head first, now it's about sinking head, head sticking up. Hmm. Yeah, I think what's it called? It feels like the movie expands on this even more because it wasn't just Dolan. It's um, he had like a squad or something. Oh, I, I would, I would hope they rewrote a lot of this. It sounded like they did from what I've seen. They rewrote, right. they rewrote the episode heavily. 
I mean, who knows? Who knows when it's ever going to come here? Hopefully sooner than later. Yeah, I mean, the Dragon Ball Super movie is going to be here sooner than this. I I mean, I imagine it has to come soon because they're going to simulcast uh, Richard Mercury in October. So, or, you know, that's coming up in only a couple of months. Mm. Anyways, that was Dolan's Island, everyone. That was. <laughs> that's a perfect way for us to end this podcast. <laughs> I think sums up everything. <laughs> uh, that's uh well do you have anything to say phil to conclude this final episode of the mobile operation v podcast formerly known as the mobile suit podcast uh uh say your prayers and eat your vitamins oh and eat your vegetables that's what i mean as you can say you could eat your vitamins i mean you could eat vitamins too but you know i was trying to uh what's his name i was trying to uh, pay homage to Hulk Hogan. Oh, you probably don't want to do that now. Right? No? You're, you're probably going to get canceled for... He's, he's gone, like, off the deep end. Has he? Oh, come on, man. Ah, <laughs> <sighs> damn. And on that note, I'm Eric Wong. And I'm Phil Fleming. And this is the Omnibus. <laughs> you can say you don't have a final mobile suit of the week to finish it off. Oh, yes. I forgot. Let me go ahead and pull it up real quick. Because I do have one. <laughs> All right. Let's see. Final mobile suit of the week is... Doen Zaku 2. <laughs> so he, they really did give him his own model. Yes, he did. It's uh, the M- MS-06F. All right. Kurazu Kur- Kur- Doen Zaku. <laughs> All right. So, uh, let's see. The Zaku that uh, Doan uses uh, while leading the Principality of Zeon Southern Cross Corps. All right. Since his desertion during Earth's invasion, uh, he had to recover parts from uh, defeated enemies in order to keep the Zaku going. So, like, a lot of it is very asymmetrical. Um, which you know adds to the appeal because you get to see a little bit of the underlining underneath the armor. Uh, do so. This is just you know him doing what he needs to do, and I mean it doesn't really have anything. He has a shoulder shield, heat hawk, and uh, hey, a bazooka. Hey, you don't need any of that. We can just tackle and punch other doctors to death. Yes, that is true. So, uh, Doan, he he's he's I mean he's got a rocking. He's destroyed a gym. He's destroyed other Zaku's. He's confronted the Gundam. Uh, so yeah, and there is a Gunpla, right? HD version, special edition of uh, Doan's uh, Zaku, right? Uh, oh, also the the snout was elongated in order to make reference to the off model Zaku and uh, that we just saw in Mobile Suit Gundam. <laughs> so yeah, uh, so oh, plus here's some hidden trivia. So there's a reason why uh, Doan's Zaku doesn't have a heat hawk in the original episode, because um, the the staff member pointed out like. This, the Zaku was not using his bare hands. Uh, this dude named Yasuhiko argued that it cannot fight with his bare hands. 
so as a result, uh, he didn't watch the episode. So this is the guy. Oh, sorry, this is the guy who directed the Doe movie. So he gave the Doe the Heat Hawk when originally uh, he fought barehanded. So the guy he never watched the movie and just you know did whatever he wanted to do. So there you go. Fun little fact. Yep. Doan's Island, everyone. Doan's Island. Doan's Island. <laughs>